Welcome to Pile Fans International. Today we've got Alex from America who's making his debut. Welcome, Alex. How's it going, everyone? Pleasure to be here. We'll, um, we'll let Alex introduce himself a bit. Just let him um, obviously talk about his pole experience and then we'll get um, discussing about the current two matches that were played this week. Yeah, so uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I'd love to thank uh, Sturge for having me on and uh, the whole team here at uh, Powell International. Uh, you guys have been very welcoming, so I really appreciate that. And I'm stoked to be here. Uh, so... You know, I'm a younger generation fan, uh, kind of like uh, Nick has talked about in the past. I think my experience is pretty similar to his. Um, you know, I kind of my first fond memories were the triumph over Roma in 2008-9. Uh, that's when I really started to get into it. I really started to understand what was going on. You know, I got into Panathinaikos because of my papu. He would, you know, recount stories from the 70s, 80s. 90s uh and then it really kicked off 2008-9 with Roma and 2010 I bought my first jersey it was a Cisset jersey I went to the jersey unveiling uh, I was at I think Marusi I met you know the guys who were there it was Cisset and Leto and Ninis and Zorvas got a picture with a couple of them uh so that was a lot of fun and you know it just took off from there I've been a you know diehard since uh through the ups and you know, a lot of lows <laughs> over, you know, the past 10 years. But um, yeah, that's that's the the broad strokes of it. And now we're here in, in happier times. So, you know, that's that's kind of my story. Excellent. Welcome. Glad to have you on board. You're very vocal. You watch a lot of the games. There's also glad to have you on board. Um, we'll start off with discussing the first game, Ike, which was done on... Few days ago, um, our first derby of the season uh, at home. I think there was high expectations, especially we came off a high versus Villarreal. Um, Ike came off a huge win as well over Brighton in England. Um, we just felt that coming into the game, I think we were quite confident, especially with Ike missing a few key players, that we can take advantage of it. Um, Get your thoughts there, Alex, on what you thought of the game. Bit of a breakdown on what you think. It was, yeah, it was tough, like you said, Serge. It was high expectations, you know, first derby for us. They had already had their derby against uh, Olympiacos. So, you know, obviously we wanted to win before before the game. I was saying Mononiki, only win. Um, I wasn't even considering a draw, really. Um and it was a letdown. We we didn't, you know, we were not up to standard. Uh, you know, I don't I don't want to talk even about the refing. You know, we can talk about that briefly if we want, but that's not the most concerning part to me. It's the performance. And yeah, I don't. Uh, there was there was not much positives to take away, unfortunately. And I hate to say that because you know I think from I tried to get positives from almost anything, but I I struggled to find many, if any, positives from that. You know, Juric's goal was superb, you know, well-taken shot early on. We thought it was going to be all uphill from there, um, but it wasn't, um, obviously. So it was, it was, it was, it was a tough one. Um, and the performance, definitely the, the most concerning part for me, not just the, the result to a, to a rival at home, the performance. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We took the early lead. It was a brilliant ball from Forti found um Juricic behind the defensive line. And from that angle, it was, it was a rocket. Um early on we went one nil up. And you're right. I th we thought from there this could be anything two, three nil, easy kind of game. Um I just especially especially with the early goals like against Panatolikos, it was the same thing. We got that early goal and then we just kept going. Obviously, we're not going to score five against Ike, but, you know, it felt like it could be that similar situation, like you were saying, 10th minute goal. Okay, you know, we could get another one before half and then we're we're, we're cruising. But, it, you know, obviously, it was just not like that. Sorry to interrupt. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, um, I think it, I think it was kind of a weird sort of attacking front with um, Juricic and Bernard. Um, we saw Bernard go revert back to that left wing. I don't know if that's his natural position going forward. I think early in his career, he was that left wing, but um, 
he's definitely more suited to that attacking mid role in that middle of the park. And I think we were exposed. I think we were out coached really because ever since that the goal went in, I just really turned it on against us. And I'll discuss this later as well as part of a key point as well with the Hasteda Stipolis game. But we just were out coached. Ruben, who seems to be our focal point from for our attack had very minimal touches, usually averages about 60 touches on the ball. Uh, they really tightly marked him. He only had around 17, no more than in, 20 touches. In, in 71 minutes played, he had, uh, it was 14 completed passes uh, out of 18 attempts. So you do the math, it, you know, it's like five, every five minutes he completes one pass. You know, as you said, he, he averages over 90 minutes, over 60 uh completed passes so you know they held him to basically a quarter of what he does it's just again as our as our focal player you want to call him our playmaker or not you know he is he sits back as a you know a number six but all the play goes through him and to limit him to a a successful pass every five minutes is just you know when I saw that stat I was like oh my god we we knew we knew the you know the performance was lacking but then you then you get like the stat confirmation of it and see how how drastic it was it was yeah it's that's really concerning so yeah. it, it, it's got to be out coach because you know yeah you, we could say he's tired he's 35 we could say all this like yeah we need to be monitoring his his uh you know his work but i do think it's out coached yeah i i do think so yeah definitely i think this game was shouting for Arao more so than ruben i think we just needed to just go in a bit more physical because that's what we'll kind of expect from this game. There was a lot of physicality in this game. It's a derby. It's naturally expected, especially with the bad blood between just what happened in the events of last season. Obviously, um, I can't really say, you know, if the off-field stuff would affect the players and want revenge. Obviously, they want to go for the win, do it for their fans. Um, I don't think there was any real bad blood on the field that led to that, which is a positive thing. You know, they're professionals at the end of the day. But the goal we considered was very soft. I think it was just an innocent ball in the end. Um, Juanca failed to deal with it. And then from there, he just laid on the floor. It was never a foul. I, I think he just milked trying to get a foul because it was a really poor clearance and it was just a simple pass to Zuba who hit it first time with our players just standing still. Not much um Brignoli could have done there with that shot. That was it was just a well hit shot. And it, I, I felt we really lacked that discipline to just clear the ball, just get up and just defend. Why try and milk a free kick or anything in that dangerous situation? It was you 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 hit it uh on the on the nail. Uh you hit the nail on the head for me. It was bad mentality there you know the more and more i watched it i do agree with you that the you know the juan car wasn't wasn't a penalty you know originally i thought it was i mean not not a penalty a foul originally i thought it was but then you watch it you watch it, you watch it and you realize yeah you gotta you gotta be unbiased here and it's probably not a foul but it's the mentality that that everyone just kind of stood there like you said and kind of threw their hands up which you know kind of everyone does it but it's a professionalism thing where you can't not, not in that, not in that area. Like you can't, you can't hope for the lines of VAR, you know, for offside. There's nothing like that. It's, 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 you can't, you can't just stop playing. And and we kind of all did all, you know, all 10, nine, 10 guys who are behind the ball there because we were in our box, they just stopped playing. And he, he, he had a free shot and this, you know, he was there to take the shot. Zuber, I think it was Zuber, right? Yeah. Zuba. But it wasn't even, you know, I, you know, I don't want to, bash it but it wasn't even in the corner of the goal it was like you know he was just there and he saw that everyone was standing around and he just made sure he put the ball in the net and let the ref do the rest for him so you know it it was more you know it was more more us not responding and lacking the mentality to just keep playing until something definitive came rather than you know Zuber being you know prolific in my in my opinion but yeah I, I don't I don't, yeah, it was, it was upsetting. It was upsetting, especially w- when it came in the half. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it was that one nil mentality that we've had in the past couple of games where it really, really hurt us where we went up one nil and we didn't, we didn't really take it to them. We let them take the game to us after that one nil. And 
the goal was going to come after that. Like it, we were not going to avoid it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Any, I can talk about it now because it, it seems to be a, seems to happen quite often where we take a one nil lead and then we just fall apart. Something happens mentally, mentally and we just fall apart. It's, it's happened with Dimpro at home. Seen it happen uh, in this game. We saw it versus Panetolikos. We saw it in this morning's game where we, we get the goal and then we just fall asleep. We let the teams come to us and outplay us. And in this instance, from that goal, Ike did outplay us in that first half. There's no doubt about it. They were the better team. They were the more threatening team. They had, had big chances. Second half was a bit of a different story. I felt we played a lot better, but... The subs were way too late. Um, what Ike did was around that 60th minute mark, um, they almost did like a triple sub. Essentially, it was like one sub, then the double sub. So we'll just call it, say, a triple sub. Ike made the first move, brought in fresh legs, and with a, and just they found space on the right. Um, uh, they broke free. I can't remember who was. Um, it went to VAR and it was clear onside. Maybe Pinet. No, um, Pineda got the goal, but someone. Elias some, maybe. Yeah, someone broke free on the left, maybe. and then, um, yeah, Pineda was there to tap it in. Um, and then, that 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 comes at the sixty eighth minute mark, and then we make our subs at the seventieth minute mark. When you can see what was happening at halftime or the first half, that halftime, we needed to make the adjustments. Halftime or that 60th minute, make those make those adjustments because the game was shouting for adjustments. What we were doing was clearly not working. The subs came in too late, in my opinion. Um, that's why I say I believe I believe Yova did get outcoached by um, Almeida. The subs came too late. And by then, Ike were already set up. They had the lead. We weren't breaking them down. They had brought in fresh players. They're probably... I, I definitely agree. Uh, Galanopoulos should have gotten red carded for that second foul. He did take out uh, Mancini. It, it was a clear foul. Um, it, was, it was. It was at the knees. Like it, it was. It was. There was no no intention to go for the ball, especially yeah. when on the yellow. And if it's you know, there was talks that the referee warned Almeida. It's either Almeida subs him off or he red cards him. If that's true, that happened. Like uh, that's that's disgraceful. And I really, I really he, hope that's not true. I really hope, just for the sake of, I mean, we 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 know this league is Otinane, but just for the sake of just. It going in the right direction, let's say. Like, I just, I really hope that's not true. It came from a foreign ref, so... It, and Galanopoulos did eventually get subbed as well, so... Of course he got point, sub, of course. At, the, at of that course, point, because... The game was over. Once they got 2-1, we never looked likely to score. We had that half chance, I think, we saw Forty and um, Spora up front together. Uh, it's something that I do want to see a little bit more, because I think Forty is more of that complimentary style striker. Um, he did create that snapshot for um for Spora. I reckon he probably could have got it on Tiger. I know it's a snapshot, a bit of pressure from the defenders. I think he could have just done a little bit better. Vilena, I think, had a couple of chances as well, half chances, but by then the game was gone. And it was a disappointing derby in in our opinion. Yeah. Um yeah. You can probably say was a draw for a result. Maybe um, I would have taken a draw if with the way we based played. on the performance. Yeah, yeah, I would have taken a draw too. Um, uh, going back to Forti and and Sporad, uh, I found it interesting. I don't know if you listened to the um the post game press conference for for uh, Jovanovic. He was asked by a journalist that that question, like, would we ever go four four two straight up? Um, and he kind of he kind of I wouldn't say he dodged the question, but, you know, if you go back in the video and, you know, I, I, I urge everyone to to go see it. If you're interested in four, four, two, it's about 10 minutes into that video post post game. Mike, he, he basically said that, yeah, he would, he would do it. But the way he answered the question is he would never start that way, which I'm not saying we have to, you know, shift to four, four, two, but even you proposed prior to, I think it was the I game. You were, yeah. I think you proposed four four two with them, with both of them up top. Which you know, I th I thought even before the game, it, it it's a good it's a good try. Um, but the way he answered the question, it seemed like he would not entertain starting that way. He said that he would potentially go that way during during the game if it called for it based on the opponent. But he completely discredited 
kind of starting with a four four two, which it doesn't come as a surprise. We know Jovanovic. We know we know what 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 we're gonna get with him. Uh, he doesn't you know he doesn't often change things up, but that's kind of also the problem. And I think that's what we saw here is that you know Almeida knew exactly what was coming. Uh, and you know I don't think it's just he knew that was what uh, exactly what was coming, but you know it it definitely led to him out coaching Jovanovic to uh, you know on Monday. So. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to say, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, we, I, I love Jovanovic, you know, don't get me wrong. I love him, but it, there, there was questions to be asked after that game. You know, the, the journalists were asking, were asking the questions and I think it's, you know, he, he, he showed up today, you know, but it's also a status, you know, we'll get to a status in, in a bit, but it'll show against Pauk. And I think it'll really show in, in, in the next game against I, you know, when we go to Hagia Sophia, whenever it is in the second round, I think it's really going to show there because, you know, I'm not saying we have to go there to win, but you know, he, we cannot go there and get outplayed out coached again. I think that's, that's where I stand. And just for the the listeners of the podcast, uh, um, in a private chat, I put up a proposed formation where I, I would have gone a four, four, two, where you'd have, um, you know, Juanca, um, Bart Magnuson, um, Gutierrez, uh, right mid, Palacios, center mids, I would have gone Arau, um, Vilena, um, left mid for just defensive and attacking purposes, because he's more of an attacking sort of midfielder. That left flank would have been Mladenovic and up front 40 and um, Sporto, just to, because we knew Aiko was going to play that back three. So um, just bring a surprise on them. But that was just what my thought process was um arguably i'd say bernard was ineffective that game juanca was found out a lot i think that was one of his worst yeah. performances we did lose magnuson in the first 20 seconds of the game with the knee injury and um, apparent uh ac also he could be out yeah. between six to nine months based on recovery the initial prognosis was what six months but six yeah which would mean he'd be I mean, time for the playoffs. You're... But that that's that's really optimistic. Look 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 at what we're going through with Aitor. Like you know, he's back, but he's not ready to you know really offer what we need him to offer. So it it would I think it would be like that for Magnus, and maybe he could be you know in the in the team list in six months. But I don't know, especially in the playoffs where it's high stakes. I don't know if he's going to be able to offer what we need him to offer. Uh, you know, high intensity, high stakes. You know, it, it, six months is optimistic. I think, unfortunately. Yeah, and and we did see uh, Aito. He he's also got a uh, injury. Um, uh, he's been ruled out. I, I'm not too sure what the um how long he's ruled out for, but he did confirm on Twitter that he did have um he did have an injury um. I can't remember what it was. I think it's got something. I don't. I, I don't remember what it was either. Yeah. yeah okay. But so that's... bone endema. So what that causes a lot of discomfort. Um. So the bone endema is is essentially um fluid within the bone marrow. So I think that causes a lot of um uh, inflamed area. So. So he's obviously out. Um, can take take a you know a bit of time with that usually. So you know just just usual, just like a quick Google search, like recovery seems to be about three months. So if that's the case, that's a big blow. Um, that's wow. just a Google search on the government websites. So, wow. so it seems a bit more. Um, seems a bit more reputable um, in terms of recovery times for bone and dema. Um, but yeah, that's, that's obviously a big blow. Um, I do a big blow. Um, I mean, no, no one is, I mean, I know he, he wasn't in the squad list for today, but no one's acting extremely concerned. So I don't know. Uh, I would, I would, I would just venture a guess that it's not, I mean, three months, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no one's acting extremely concerned. Yeah, correct. So we'll just have to wait and see when that return. Obviously, he, yeah, 
we'll have hopefully him coming back soon. We know that Vaya Vayanidis is going to come back soon, but yeah, the the eight game overall was was disappointing. Um, very disappointing. Um, and then that brings us to today's game. Like three days later, fixture congestions obviously coming in. We're not the only team suffering from it, so it is a league wide. But I think with the timing of yeah, we've got Europe as well as a few of the other teams. And we've got derbies in between these fixture congestions. So we've got, you know, Ike have had to play us and Olympiacos. We've, you know, playing Ike and Balk now in the middle of European games. So it's not ideal. But today, um, I said at Stripolis, it was an away game. We were victors 4-1. Um, fun fact, we haven't won at Asteras. We did a double day, uh, a league cup and a league game win in 2017. Um, that ground has been very difficult for us to come away. Um, it was a heavily rotated squad. Yep. So we got to see um, Eric Palmer Brown make his start. We made, we got to see, we got to see almost apart from Gotiras, uh and Juricic who backed up from the A game, we just saw completely um, changed game uh change team um when you look at the team oh sorry i'll go back to one more comment but i, I think we also got the yep. the midfield wrong i think the the links arao and vilena are better linked compared to ruben uh sorry uh seren as well i think seren's better linked with um ruben um i think I think we kind of lack there because but... that that we had Vilena, we had Ruben, and we had Juricic. Bernard. Oh, Juricic was in the middle. Yeah. Bernard would start on the wing. Yeah, yeah. So I think we yeah, got I, that I... a bit wrong as well. I I think I I mean I think you're right. I think I think the fact that I think the Ruben touches shows it. I mean, I there was no there was nothing going on through the middle. It was it was obvious we couldn't you know not that we couldn't string together two passes, but at, it was it was tough at, at at some points, and you know just to go off of the the stat with Ruben, it, I also saw this is from the same from the same uh, article that I was reading. Until the seventy seventh minute, Brignoli was our our top passer in completed passes. So that just that just shows that n- nothing is going on in the midfield. Nothing is going on between the defense and and the midfield. It was only after the seventy seventh minute where I think it was I think it was Bart who who overtook Brignoli for uh, the top passer on the team and completed passes. But, you know, that's almost, that's, you know, for argument's sake, that is the whole game where our keeper is is leading yeah. the team in passes. And that's... I think Bart kind of disappointed me as well. Um, it was, he took the ball forward. We'll go, sorry, I know we're jumping back to the A game, but, you know, in that first goal, what led to that, he took the ball forward. And I think we're playing, we're playing a short passing game. And... I made a comment in our chat where in that 34th minute, that's the way to play Ike, uh, the way to play Ake. Do the short passes, draw their draw their defense in, um, and then spread it wide. I think there was one instance where we did that. Um, Palacios broke through, and I think it was forty that had a like it went to forty on a half chance. Like you know, it was a it was a very good effort. Um, it was probably like one of our main, you know, the only efforts in yeah. that first half. So and then. What we saw was the goal that led to Ike. Bart took the ball down the field and just went long, just gave it straight to them. They came back, and that's you know that sequence of plays. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to add that point. But yeah, the Panettonikos game, very weak game. Obviously, as I mentioned, six years- game. Yeah, sorry, a status game. Sorry, three thirty Australian time. So. You know, yeah, that really early goal. Um, we got that really early goal. It was a free kick outside the box. I think Mladenovic sort of shot. Did like a. I think I think he was looking for the far post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adal just ran onto it, just came off his <laughs> his stomach. Um, the keeper was well wrong footed at that point. We took the lead. I was, you know, typing away, just updating the socials that we had taken a one nil lead, and then from there, and we just considered the goal. Um, and once again, we took the one nil lead, then we just fall asleep. And 
what happened there was, and I made the comment, uh, they just attacked us straight away. We we're obviously half asleep. So they attacked us on the left-hand side. Um, I think it was like a shot cross or something that went wide. They recovered the ball, edge yep. of the box. They cut it back, and there was an instance where Juricic just casually shuffled. He, yep. he didn't even press the, the player on the ball, didn't even press him at all. The player just whipped it in, um, back post, Galtas out-muscled, out-strengthened Mladenovic. Mladenovic probably a bit too weak on the ball. Bit of fault there, but... And Galtas buried a you know, former player and he's just celebrating like he's won the World Cup. Um, but, yeah, I, I was... I, I, I looked at that um, replay um, during halftime, the sequence, just see, you know, what caused that breakdown. But I just really think that was really lazy by Juricic. That, that whole tracking... Tracking, um, pressing, he was just casually shuffling, just uh, begging the player to cross it. And he put a pinpoint cross. That, that was a brilliant cross from them. Um, it was it was Alvarez, the their left back, who's been there for who knows how long. And especially, you gotta, you know, I know George is just new to the league, but you gotta, you know, Alvarez is one of their best players, another best player. And he, you know, he puts in good crosses. He's, you know, that's what he does. So to give him that much time is is lazy, but also not reading the game game properly. Like, you know, Alvarez, the type of player who I think can put in, I think we were even looking at him at some point, maybe a couple of years ago when we were in, looking for a left back. Um, but he's the type of player, even that under under pressure, he could put in a good cross. You know, that's what you want from your from your uh, wing back. Uh, and especially if you're going to give him that much time, yeah, he's going to he's gonna pinpoint it. That's exactly what he did. Uh, you know, th- I wouldn't expect anything less from him just because, you know, he's not, playing on a big four team no he's he's good enough to do that and you give him time he's gonna do that uh so that was yeah I, I completely agree with you that was lazy that was not you know reading the game properly uh you know Mladenovic was he at fault yeah I think he was out of position I think like you said if you watch the replay you could see he's kind of coming from not marking uh the man and then he's coming to marking the man and he doesn't even have enough time to you know jump in defend the header um but yeah I, both of them Ladenovic and Juricic at fault there you know we want to say one more than the other but lazy and what else can you say yeah it was it was it was a gut punch three minutes after we scored I think right yeah yeah it was as I said I was just typing up the post um yeah and yeah um then it was a really physical that this was a really physical game I think um I said us were just really going in hard. Um, obviously, the yellow cards weren't matching with what the physicality of the game. We weren't really too impressive. No team. It was more of an arm wrestle at that point. Um, I said, you know, at times we're getting a little bit on top. We started getting on top. There was not many opportunities. Um, then I think the, there was a break. And I, th- I think our, at the moment, if we're talking about form, some of the form of our players, you know, obviously excluding 40, but... Gotiras, who captained the game, I think he was fantastic. Um, and then obviously Palacios, who I think, yeah, Gotiras and Palacios have come under a bit of fire, especially at the start of the season. I think they've been yeah. our two best players um, the last few games. Palacios found room. Um, he went to VAR, obviously, and they deemed it onside. Just brought, you know, tacked that empty space, whipped in a pinpoint cross to the back post for a verbiage. It was a good, it was a good goal. Um, it was a pinpoint cross to the back post. Verbiage wasn't an easy, easy um chance for him to just tap it in. You had to really get that you know on time to just volley it in for that um finish on the left foot. Um what disappointed me about verbiage, and we'll, we'll discuss verbiage um soon um we'll just continue with the game but um it just yeah it, it just showed a little bit of lack of emotion when he scored the goal um i think none I mean, of the players went to him but the players i don't know but i think more of the players went to palacios so it didn't look verbiage was i don't know too happy with it's it's a weird one i don't know i don't know what to make of it either uh you know it's on one hand it's you know, you want to see him celebrate, you know, show the passion, all that. On the other hand, you know, he's been struggling. So, you know, an over top celebration 
might also come off in a weird way. I don't, you know, I don't know. I could see both sides of the argument is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, he does seem troubled, uh, frustrated. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what to make of it. You know, I know he had all the personal stuff going on, but you know, as far as, you know, we've been, we've been told that's not affecting at this point. So, you know, is he frustrated, you know, with, with on pitch stuff, I guess. Uh, but you know, I don't know. Hopefully this gives him confidence. Uh, that's all I could say. I don't, yeah, we could, we could talk about verbiage later. I don't want to go too, too far deep into it, but yeah, yeah, hopefully that gives him confidence. And then we won a penalty right at the end of the first half. Um, Kotiras, once again, who I thought was, has been really brilliant. Um, shielded the ball. Um, I think the, it was the Seras midfielder or defender just clumsily just like, went into him like clipped yeah, in stumbled back. over him kind of yeah yeah it was really silly it was a clear pen um yeah okay sporter you kind of expect him to kind of expect him to score this is a striker we know last year he he missed i think one penalty from a really tame effort and i think this one i don't know how to feel about the effort it it was obviously put a little bit more power than the one that he last year's one where he just sort of tapped it. Um but yeah, keeper saved the but, but the, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the best penalty, you know, I huh. it's easy to say when when it's been saved, but you know, I, you know, we we're going to get to 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 Fonte in a little bit, but if you compare and contrast the two, you know, they're 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 not you know, they're not they're not anywhere close to each other unfortunately, and you know, one was scored, one was not, but when you put it within the reach of a keeper, you're at least giving him the opportunity to, to, uh, you know, to save it and let alone not in the corner, you know, not even down the middle. Let's say if you, if you think he's going to die left or right, you know, he put it right there just in the middle of his body, kind of chest height, not chest height, but chest area low. It was a very catchable penalty, savable penalty if the keeper dove right. And he did. So you you can't say it was a great penalty, not the worst I've seen, but, it, yeah. It's unfortunate for Spor to kind of, kind of, you know, the inverse of Verbic as, uh, you know, I hope this brings confidence to Verbic. I think this is going to do not good things to Spor. It's, it's unfortunate to say, and I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, we were, we're coming off of him scoring one of our two goals in Europe in our first European match and a well-taken goal at that, uh, even if maybe he should have passed it in that position, but that's, you know, that's another topic, but he's coming off of that high confidence booster and then he goes and misses a penalty a week later. So, you know, I hope it doesn't affect him too much, but I could see it being, you know, in the back of his mind, unfortunately. Yeah. Cause that, you know, he did score a really nice goal against Villarreal. Um, yeah. Did score that really nice goal. Um, but then, yeah, to, you know, get, he gets that confidence and then to just, to just, you know, miss a penalty it's... have his penalty saved and the rebound came to him it was like an acrobatic volley oh. and Papadopoulos the keeper was again he just plays like prime to fun against us <laughs> it's, cr- it's crazy he, 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 he gets up and pushes it onto the post and they get, get to clear it after that it was like it was really unfortunate um it was a good it was a good effort from both there i think i think you know spar did well to you know get it back it was it was a, it was a tough you know he had no other option he couldn't yeah i don't think you know he couldn't have headed it he couldn't have passed it i don't think, I think yeah, that was, the players were there the defenders were ready that was, yeah that was his one option and i think i think he did the right thing he did almost everything perfectly but as you said papadopoulos just he just he shows up against us, and he did his job. He he pulled out a good save, hit hit the hit the up uh, the crossbar, and and then it was done. But uh, yeah, I think you you can't fault you you could fault the the original penalty, but everything after that was just uh, yeah. I don't think you could fault that. Yeah. Then we went to halftime. Um, we saw Bart introduced for Eric Palmer Brown, who. We th- we initially thought was a bit weird, but it was later reported that he uh, Eric Palmer Brown had an okay game. Um, had like a little niggly injury, so just as precaution. Obviously, we're thin on numbers. It's the smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, from there, the second half, we started off brightly. We had a few half chances. I think Sporta had a pretty decent shot where Papadopoulos again got to it. I think um, Adol had a header as well. I can't remember if that was the first half or the um. Or the start of the second, 
then Asteras just really turned it on. They had this about 10-minute period 10 where minutes. it just looked we were in trouble. Um, Panathonic yeah. was really coming into the game and they were hitting hard. They were winning every ball. Couldn't control the game. We had lost shape um, of the game. We honestly thought that we would concede. I think we were worried that this we we weren't comfortable with a 2-1. We needed another goal no. or else... Not, not, not there, no. Panetolikos, uh, sorry, uh, I said Asipolis were going to score. And he, they had a couple of big chances. I think 40, uh, sorry, um, Kutsiras was on sort of the line. There was a player next to him after a shot that he cleared. There was a, he did one or two big tackles. It was all uh, to really um stop their attack. And then from there, um, we made a couple of subs. It took a few minutes to, um, for that to make impact. Um, Obviously, we saw, I think, Palacios come off for Mantini. Um, Seren came on for Villena. Uh, 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 for... No, Seren played the whole 90. Who came? Yeah, Villena was, came Seren. on for... Um... I think he came on for Seren, did he? Or Villena came on um, to give that uh, midfield a bit of energy. Um... Seren played the whole 90 for sure. I don't know. I can't remember who he who he came on for. Uh, I'll, I'll just quickly bring it up. Um, so sorry, Mantini came on for Verbich, and Spora came on for Ioannidis in the double sub. Vilena came on for Palacios. That they were the subs. Okay, so, yeah, that was that was a weird thing. That was a weird one, kind of. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When we saw that one, we thought, oh, what's happening here? So we then we saw, um. The adjustments that Juric seemed to go more on the left. Um, but before we talk about the next play, um, we'll talk about the Verbich subs. I, you know, even though he got on the score sheet, Verbich played the sixty-six minutes. He, he yeah. just, I, I, I said to our private chat that I think he's he's gone mentally weak. Where, um, like I said, he didn't celebrate the goal. It was right in front of our fans, the traveling fans. That's um, true too. I didn't think about that. Yeah, his emotions were out of check i think he seemed quite frustrated at times you can see those moments those glimpses of good that what he showed um he showed a lot of good taking on trying to take on players trying to be a bit trickery skillful um there was a quite a few good moments but he, he just then at times head down frustrated lashing out he just looked yeah. I, I just think when i say he's weak mentally not in like i'm trying to say that his head's not in the right space um right. he's he just didn't look determined he didn't look like a team player he, he just looked like as an individual out there just really frustrated we don't know his situation what's going on whether his personal life is in check whether he's just frustrated that playing time obviously he's not in the european squad um yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have anything against him. I just don't know if he, you know, how much he really, what's his drive and how much he wants to offer for, for the team. I, I understand, you know, not being in the European squad, that's a, that's a, you know, no, no one, no one wants to be in that position, but, you know, I, I, I would at least think that he would do the most to prove himself in the league and, you know, take that as an opportunity to, okay, you're not in the European squad, there's going to have to be rotation for the European players. Let's say, you know, whoever's our left wing in Europe can't play every league game on the left wing. So I would hope that he could, you know, realize that and take that as an opportunity to, you know, maybe not solidify his role every day in the league, but, you know, try to play quite a bit in the league, considering that we have so many games. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. And obviously our fans have been quite frustrated you said on socials you know where he's come out injured like leading into the game like a day or two so yeah yeah you just don't know where his head's at um but then yeah then move forward a bit um the introduction of our subs um essentially uh, what happened was and I, and I, initially i didn't think it was a penalty and initially i thought it was a free kick um yeah. the sequence happened outside the box um we you know had the ball on the right cut back Juricic was one on one with the defender absolutely skinned him absolutely yeah. just ball went past him Juricic was going to go one on one with the keeper the 
the um uh Carmona it was that was um that fouled him, that grabbed him. The, the the sequence of the tug happened outside the box. Um it was when you le- read the rules later on, and I didn't know this, I thought the foul happens at the point of contact. But um the rules state that if if there's a foul and um it continues all the way into the box and a penalty must be given. I think the final contact right. was within the penalty box. Um, if yeah. you see the replays, if you look more into it, it is it, that was the case. Um, were awarded the penalty and just forty gave the keeper zero chance. That's a world class penalty. No keeper in the world is saving that. I think uh, that that's what I'm talking about. The difference between the Spora penalty and that, you know, there's one is clearly coming from a striker in confidence and form. Uh, the other is not. You know. Yeah, if I think Papadopoulos thought he, he was going hard in the middle because he hit that with power and that just went side netting. Oh, look! Look at look at the three last pen- penalties Fotis has taken. You know, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's the one today and it's the two against Marseille. Uh, I don't think there's any in between, and they're all brilliantly taken penalties. They're, you know, they're the same the same thing i think only one was to the right of the keep uh to the left of the keeper and the other two were to the right of the keeper but they're all well out of the reach of any keeper you know even if you're you know seven feet tall i don't think i don't think you're saving those penalties those are those are as those are as drama as you can get and uh yeah it's it's just a you know it was it was it was really interesting seeing just in the same game but in you know 30 minutes apart 40 minutes apart the the different the difference between the spar and the the Fortis penalty it's you know night and day yeah and you, and you can see the confidence in the both players and what they do because then you see into the and you're right it, because obviously Saren so what happened was to lead up to the fourth goal um I think Lodigan threw it or there was a, the ball went to um Saren first time passed it to um on the left 40. to 40 40 with his high IQ and it's confidence it's high IQ it's not something I expected um Spora to do from that position where um inside their half maybe 30 meters out 35 meters out um for the metric users um spots uh, spots Papadopoulos way off his line and just curls it away from him just out of reach beautiful goal Perfect. high IQ high IQ to spot, to spot Papadopoulos out that far yeah. Um, first time it's it's the confidence he's in the form of his career weak, weak foot weak foot just everything you're you're 100 right Sturge it was uh yeah it's 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 uh it's really it's really nice to see this from Fultz because we we've we've talked recently and you know probably over the past two years uh as a, as a whole fan base that this is the one thing he's missing from his game you know he he could play with his back to goal he could do this he could do that you know he could play off the striker that's where he's most effective but he's been lacking really the goal tally even even last year which i guess was probably his best season but you know he's really been lacking the goal tally for a striker you could rely on and finally he's you know he's really coming through and and patching up the one thing that was, I think, missing from his game. So it's it's an absolute pleasure to see from from uh, from Forti, who we who we and love, I and from from think, a and Greek. I still don't think he's a natural striker. I think he's a forward, but not a natural I agree. striker. And he's he's scoring. He's just there, um, in the air on the ground like that. That Villarreal game. That that is a scintillating finish as well. Um, oh. I wish I was on to that podcast to just break it down, but it, it was just brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. and then obviously to spot, yeah, Papadopoulos out of his line like that. Um, yeah, really, really encouraging to see. You know, we haven't seen, we haven't seen that kind of a style of a striker since I'd argue Berg. Um, yeah, we've had a fair few players that just haven't worked out. Um, players on big money. Just they haven't just worked out. Not to show on their pedigree, um, but yeah, Fortis is kind of that shining light as a forward, um, and it was really good to see. And obviously, big win. Um, short turnaround. I think nine nine changes to the roster. Um, th- there was a lot to say that this was a get. This game was a recipe for disaster. I hadn't won there for a long time. There was just many factors that you could say we could be dropping points. Like Ken might be down from eight game, just see how the players rebound. But you know, three points—it's a big three points for us. 
I think you have to really, really respect what uh, Ivan did today. Um, like you said, coming off of the eye loss, short turnaround, recipe for disaster. Uh, you know, going to to a team and a and a you know stadium that we don't perform well recently and in history. Uh, it was a recipe for disaster. But Ivan still had you know the balls to to rotate the squad. You know, imagine if we had dropped points today. You know, imagine if we had lost. Let's say we would be pointing fingers. We'd we'd be saying you know Ivan. You know, we're going to Tripoli where we don't do well. We're coming off a loss, short turnaround, and you rotate the squad. Like that's what probably what we would have been saying if we had lost. So, yeah. and but we didn't. And he, you know, he he really had the balls to to rotate and trust the guys. Uh, and that's that's I think really important because you don't have the depth to not trust the guys. The depth is there to trust them, or you might as well not have the depth, uh, in my opinion. So uh, I really liked seeing that he did trust the depth because you know we it's not just a starting eleven. I do think. We have quality players, guys who haven't started recently, like Arao and Charon and, uh, you know, our center backs, let's say, you know, they they are quality material and they're starting material. So it's not a starting 11. It's a starting 15, 16, 17, yeah. however many you want. So I, I, I like I really liked seeing that it, that was reflected in, in in Yvonne. So I do think it was a really nice bounce back from from Ike. You definitely definitely agree with you on that point. Um, previously, we never had this kind of depth, and to yep. put the depth in this, um, this game where we needed it, they all stood up. So, um, obviously, obviously, you know, for me, the guys that played well, definitely, you know, forty came off the bench, two goals. Um, you'd have to look at Gutierrez was was fantastic. Um, Palacios did well in his time. Serum Serum did good. Um, Arau did good as well. Adenovic kind of up and down. Um, he did have that one half chance where almost scored. Papadopoulos palmed it over the bar. Um, he had a I, couple of loose passes. I think he was. I think he was. I don't know. I think he was kind of shaky. He did have that good chance in. Yeah, it was like the fifty fifth minute. I think. Uh, but I think he was. Yeah, I, I think, don't know. Yeah, I, he I think was playing as that left back is a little bit out of comfort yeah. and position for him so but yeah he was it was up and down in my opinion a couple of loose passes um obviously the being out strength Juricic um not too right. bad not too bad obviously for me um if you watch that first goal in full just just casually just focus on him and what happens in the build up to that cross that's where I was disappointed but overall he, he did have some good touches Serum was just getting kicked as well all game um but I thought he was I thought really good. I thought he was really I good Charon, I thought he was really good on the ball uh I think he he I'm I'm actually a pretty big Sharon fan um but I think he actually deserves quite a bit of credit today because okay he the obvious one is he he put through the assist to to Forti for the fourth goal but uh he had the key pass in the second goal too. Uh, he's the one that passed that saw Palacios running into space. Um, you know, so he doesn't get credited with an assist there, but he had the assist to to the assist, which I think you know recently has been kind of our problem linking up, like we said, to our wingers having our our you know our, the guy in the sixth position, the guy in the eighth position, linking the play to our wingers like Palacios, and he did that on that second goal. Um, so you know, Palacios was in plenty of space. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't like he, you know, he threaded a needle. But for something that has been troubling us the past few games, I think he deserves the credit for having the assist on the assist there. And also that Mladenovic chance that in the 55th minute, Charon is also the one who put the ball through there for Mladenovic to run into the box. So I think I think for me, Charon was, you know, uh, maybe one of the best on the pitch. You know, he was getting bullied around a little bit, but when he was on the ball, he was playing like a like a true eight, even like a ten, really connecting the mid to 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 the attack, which I really liked seeing from him. And he's also coming off from uh, Villarreal, which I think he had a he had a really good performance there too. He didn't he didn't feature against Ajax, but you know his last uh, 180 minutes have been, in my opinion, really good. So I think I think he's really entered the conversation for you know maybe not you know starting 11 every game, but he he's definitely someone I think we can rely on and Yvonne can can rely on. Yeah, definitely agree with you on that. Um, 
yeah, I, I thought to, yeah, Ter Teron was very good. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, also worth noting, you know, Palacios is showing that bit of form um, last season. Absolutely. My opinion, he started off well, then kind of struggled after that hamstring injury that he had. Um, yeah. But I think last season, the whole pretty much season, he only recorded two assists essentially and it was in the same game versus Volos you know so he's off the mark in terms of assists he's on he's got his first one so far um uh, hoping to see a bit more from him um like I said I've, I've been really happy with the way he's performed I think he's performed yeah. very good lately um he's and probably now in our top three players so far I think you know Bernard obviously stands out Fortis and Palacios I mean you know, I mean, a lot of our players have been excellent, but, but you know, Palacios has really come back. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And that, that brings us to the um the preview of Bulk, which is going to be a difficult game. Um, Bulk is never an easy game, um, especially at Leofordo, where they've actually pulled off a few results as of recent. 3-0, um, I remember, yeah. Yeah, one all, um in the playoffs where... um. I think that kind of killed killed off whatever chance that we had for the um league where uh, at the end I think Bart got sent off with that silly high four. Uh, yeah. and it's a tricky game. I think they might be without their best player, the guy from Latio, Marcus Antonio. Um I think he's injured. I'm not too sure his status. Um, but they've got big threats all over the park. Um in defense, they've got Gulierakis who who you know Good defender, young upcomer. A lot of a lot of um clubs are already looking at him. Um, in that midfield they got Costandelias, who's you know another upcomer. He's gonna be a special talent. Um, not just for, you know, for Park, whatever club he does if he does move on. Um, and obviously for the national team. Um, he's excellent. Um, so they've got Costandelias. You know, they've got Zivkovic. Yeah, in my opinion, Zivkovic is probably their best player. He's yeah. a huge threat. They got Zivkovic. They've also got the um the Bulgarian Despadov. Despadov, he's good. Yeah. He's been he's, good he's since he came. Good. Yeah, so um they've they've got a they've, it's a weird composition because they've got some really strong players in some areas and other players I don't think as strong. Um in the other it's like it, Tyson is a bit of a weird one he's what 35 like he shouldn't really be troubling us too much realistically um their strength is obviously in that middle um yeah and middle they I think their midfield is very good yeah uh they started today with uh Zivkovic Morg Tyson Schwab and Tsingaras Tsingaras is good um that that's a good that's a good midfield. I think you know you have obviously a lot more threat with Zivkovic on the right, but uh, Tyson played well apparently today. I didn't I didn't see the match, but he played well today apparently. But you know he's hit or miss. I agree. Um, yeah, the the I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Bog. They've started strong this year. I mean they haven't they haven't faced any real tests. I don't think you know the the toughest game they probably had on. Against Orphy, they're a team that I find very weird. Yeah. When I think they do have the talent, but it could. I'm, I might be pointing uh, pointing fingers at their coach. He's someone that doesn't really take accountability for whenever they no. jump into losses. It's always no. something got to do with someone else. Um, whether in the past he's blamed Athens, the Athens teams, or something like that. Like he's just gone off script yeah. there. Um, doesn't take accountability, and I think he's probably a little bit to blame for a couple of their woes. They they do have the talent. Um they've got they've got some really good players on the field that could easily slot into they they, they can slot into the team, you know, they just re-signed Zivkovic, who I was kind of hoping that we might um yeah just offer a contract, just tap up his agent to say, hey It would be nice to have him, yeah. Yeah. I think I think any team in Greece would 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 accept him with open arms, even, you know, Olympiakos and Ike, I think, would also accept him. Um, yeah, so but, uh, it, it, it's a bit of a weird one. I, I do find this one going to be, obviously, a tricky game. Um, obviously, our home results against Bulk in the past haven't been the greatest. I think our waveform is much, much better. Um, 
So it's a game where obviously we need to win. It's it's another derby where um we're zero and one already from a derby, um, not even a draw. So it's not a good look um if we go zero two at home derbies especially as well. Um, home derbies are always must win. So <sighs> I, what do you think? What do you think lineup wise? I think we're gonna go full strength. I think I think we've got enough time for full strength and a recovery to take on um Maccabi Haifa after that. Um it, it's just gonna be one of those one of those games where it, it, it's hard to predict. Uh, for me it's, it's hard to predict which way it's gonna go. You don't know which which um which box is going to turn up? Which part of Nikos is going to turn up? Do we go early goal again and we just put our heads down and let teams just dictate the terms? Like, what's the response? Um, obviously, you know, I, I, ho- I hope we get confidence uh, from today. I know we are saying the same thing, you know, coming off of Villarreal, heading into Ayak, we're, you know, thinking we're coming in with confidence, as was Ayak because they got a big win also, and credit to them. But, you know, I, I for the same reason, I hope that today gives us, uh, you know, confidence, the goals, even if it was flattering. If nothing else, I do hope it gives us confidence and we take that and that we we go up 1-0 because that's the goal and that we don't we don't fall into the habit that we've had the past three or so, four games where, you know, we just turn it off after 1-0. Um, yeah. yeah, because that's that that seeing that repeat is, you know, where it becomes concerning, you know, one, one time. Okay. I, I don't want to excuse it, but where, when it becomes a trend, it's, that's when I'm like, okay, that's, that, that's where I'm going to start, you know, raising an eyebrow. Um, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I could, I could see a good performance. I don't, I'm not, I'm not worried. You know, the eye, the eye game, even though it was a, a horrible performance, I'm not too worried about it because it is kind of an isolated event. Uh, you know, it, it is against Ike and it's at home. So that obviously hurts, but I don't want to, I don't want to put too much emphasis on it in the sense that it's happening in a streak of games because it's not really like if you take all the games that we've played recently from, you know, Panetolikos, then to Villarreal and then today, Asteras, okay, today wasn't a blow-away performance, but, you know, still a decent performance. The Ike is kind of a standalone event that, you know, it happens. It happens. And you don't want it to happen against Ike. You don't want it to happen at home. But it happens. And it's not happened for three games in a row. So I, I do I do think we could bounce back and we could have a good good performance, performance against Balk. And, and it just shows that the Ike game could also act as a um, wake-up call that, you know, you can't take anything for granted. Um, You know, know, I'd like to say that we will win against Bulk. There's obviously optimism on 2-1. Obviously, I I can't see Forty not starting. Um, If we're going to try I've I've gone into, you know, bat for Sporta for quite a bit uh, this year. I think when we in when we did a season preview in the first podcast, like uh, yeah, I really went after Sporta. I just thought Mesa Talent. Um but I think he's justifying what I said preseason. He's just he needs goals. He needs goals. He's a striker. Um that's what he's paid to do. And to you he needs he, a bit more. He's doing the hard work. Yeah, he's getting into a couple of the positions, but at the end of the day, you're going to be judged on what you achieved, the goals you scored. Um, and he, he's a weird one because he he we we criticize him, and you know he needs to score goals. That's what he's going to be judged off of. But you know he he shows up. He showed up in our first European matches. He scored what like three in, you know, a handful of of goal yeah. uh, of games. So he showed up and then he disappears and then he shows up for the national team and then he disappears and then he scores in our first European group stage match and then he misses a penalty. So I don't know. It's it's up and down. It's 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 more down than up, but it's it's a weird one. It's we all want him to do well because it, it helps the team and it's 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 no no one I don't think I hope wishes wishes him poorly, but it's just it's so up and down. It's it's frustrating as you know as a fan. What do you think predicted lineup and what are you, what's your score or how do you think the match will go? 
lineup wise, I think I think you're right. I think we're gonna we're gonna go back to you know all our all our main guys. It's gonna have to be Brignoli. I think it's gonna be Juan Car. Uh, you know, Mladenovic and Juancar both were not great in the games that they played. You know, Mladenovic today and Juancar on Monday. But I think just because of rest, Juancar is going to get the nod. Uh, then it has to be it has to be Yedvai and, and Bart, uh, center back, and Kocheras, of course, right back. Uh, I think, you know, Ruben is going to come back for the six. I think, you know, he was rested today probably for that reason. Um even though Jovanovic had to throw had to throw him in there for five minutes for I don't know no, no reason in my opinion but whatever that's a that's a minor thing so yes I think I think Ruben comes back in the six I think the eight is a question mark you know I I I talked about how I, I like Chair and I think he's had his past two games ninety minutes has been good in my opinion very good um, so I think he's he's giving a little bit of a hard decision to. Jovanovic, but I think it's between Cherin and um, Vilena, I think. Uh, I think Vilena might get the nod because of, you know, Cherin did play the full 90 today, so that probably indicates that he will not, you know, play more than 20 minutes maybe on 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 Sunday. Uh, so let's say Vilena at the 8. I think Bernard has to be at the 10. I think that's the next question. I don't want to see – I really am fed up with trying him on the wing. I think we we've experimented. We've shown that – it doesn't work. We've seen this season how effective he has been at the 10. He's been pivotal. Um, so I think that's our midfield, Ruben, Villena, and uh, Bernard at the 10. And then I think it's 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 the basics. I think it's Mancini, Palacios, and, and uh, Fotis. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that lineup. I, yeah. but I do think Villena gets the start. I think we need yeah. someone a little bit more disrupting in that midfield, a little bit of a workhorse. That's Villena's role to just really cover yeah. box to box so um, we're gonna need that against bulk especially you know cost uh Delias in that midfield just really disrupt that midfield just bring energy to that midfield especially from ruben someone that's gonna track up and down kind of need that yeah. um obviously we don't know the still the status of what um, eric palmer brown is so um i think he's completely out of the question for sunday we might, uh, bring, we might bring sideras or fikai i think um uh, what's his name? Uh, Yova did um talk about the youth players being promoted. Um, he did mention those two names. And he has to bring them. Has to. So one or has the to. other. Um, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, Palmer Brown is gonna feature at all. Uh, that means we have no center back other than Yedvai and Yedvai um, with um Bart. Yeah, got to be them too. Uh, but it's got to be. I think third, third off the bench would be Cideras, uh, and then Fikai, right behind him. But you got to have both. I think you have to have both. I, 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 we were talking about it for today. I think one of them should have probably been in the team sheet, uh, not in the team sheet, but in the squad list at least for today. Probably Cideras. But he wasn't. But I think both have to have to be there on Sunday. Yeah, correct, correct. You know, we're nearing the return of uh, Vianidis. He did put some back soon. So whether it's this week, whether it's um against Maccabi Haifa or the game after that, we'll wait and see. But um, we do have Maccabi Haifa next week. Uh, we'll probably do a podcast post box, so we can just do a full review on Maccabi Haifa. Um, it's just interesting reading on them that I'd love to share, but we'll probably need a separate podcast of this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think, yeah, we will just touch on a little bit of basketball. So um, over the last week, there was the um, Yanakoplos tournament, um, teams invited to Bayern Munich, um, and we played, uh, I think, FS in the final. Can't remember. FS, they... yeah. Yeah. Um, from what... A lot of the um, a lot of the the commentary, um, just watching glimpses that there is a lot of optimism for this team. There's ball movement, um, that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, players like Lesort, the big man, um, just really dominating the boards. Um, just slam dunks. Like, um, uh, obviously we won we won that trophy. We beat we beat Bayern uh, by six. Um, then. FS by one, I think it was FS that came, um, or Fernabacha, one of the two. Um, partisan, partisan was also there. Okay, yeah, Partisan lost in that first game, so it was just it's an instant knockout. Just four teams. Um, 
And then, yeah, the, the basketball team, if you are a basketball fan, obviously once the season starts, we'll get more into it. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of optimism. So if you there's a lot of excitement. Basketball, um, there's, there's big things uh, coming up So for the team. So um, we'll touch on that once their season starts. Um, but, yeah, that probably will bring us to the end of the podcast. Um, Alex, welcome. It was a pleasure bringing you on. We'll definitely get you on more often. Obviously, we have you know, people working. Um, there's just a whole host of reasons but you know you've been to quite a few games this season yourself already i think you went to a couple of the european games early on yeah i was in uh i was in greece over the summer i was there uh for dnipro home uh 2-2 which was nice we got the obviously we, we moved on and i was there for the first marseille game which was that was that was that was really nice uh i mean i think it was topped by uh villarreal at uh oaka but the Marseille was, you know, it was that was really fun, and you know we scored in the eighty third minute, and that was that was that was crazy. But I, I do wish I was at the Villarreal game last week. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Been great. Um, obviously speaking to you, um, giving you know giving us your input. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, for everyone else, thank you for tuning in, listening in. Um, share, have a listen, share with friends, family, get the word out we probably are more conversative on twitter the accounts um if you want to join our chat just reach out to us we can just we've got like a small group there's about 20 of us in the chat um obviously quite a bit of banter bit of conversation some good conversations analysis there um and yeah great speaking to you all um thank you very much thank you